praise. There's nothing greater we can give to you than praise. There's nothing greater we can give to you than praise. Oh God, we pray. Nothing greater we can give to you, yes, Lord, than praise. There's nothing greater we can give to you. Two more times, oh God. as you have your seats. Luke 24 verse 49 says, And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. Amen. Somebody say amen. Turn to Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Acts chapter 1 verse number 8. Have you seen it? Okay. But you shall receive power. Somebody say power. Say power. You shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Let's cut it off right now. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You shall receive power you will get power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. I want to share what I titled the power that you so desperately need. The power that you so desperately need. 
the power that you desperately need. Amen. Church, I I believe there are some people here that do not know what kind of power we are talking about. God desires that every human being that walks on this earth receives this power. God spoke through his servant prophet Joel Joel 2.28 This shall come to pass in the last days, said the Lord, that I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Do you know God doesn't want any human being to lack this power? Whether black or white, rich or poor. It's a power that humanity desperately needs. Because there is a power that is acting against humanity. And humanity does not even know it. But God said there is a power I want to give to humanity that will make them to overcome that power that works against them. Did anybody get what I just said? of evil things are happening on the earth. Somebody carried a pregnancy for nine months. Finally delivered the baby. Then they say measles came and killed the baby after three or four months. How will the mother feel? The mother who, who got pregnant and went through nine months then dreadful hour of labor and then gave the baby, gave birth to the baby and everybody told her congratulations. Started going through breastfeeding and all and then the baby just gets measles. Or they say jaundice came upon the baby and then the baby suddenly becomes uh, uh, an imbecile, vegetable, like some people choose to call it. Some children, four years old, they are still crawling. Four years. They can't even sit well on their own. How can the father and the mother be happy? And then sometimes, in this part of the world, because witchcraft is too, is somehow in this black Africa. There is no white preacher, no white pastor that understands the power of witchcraft like the Nigerian or the African pastor understands. Not even the whole of Africa. The black Africa, sub-Saharan Africa. When they say Africa, they mention Egypt, Algeria, white South Africa, Morocco. I don't see those ones as the real Africans. I'm talking about the black Africa. The spirit that rules the black world is different from the spirit that rules the white man's world. They are all devil's spirit. They are all demons. 
Because the Bible tells us that Satan is the God of this world. But in the partitioning of the earth, the devil is the God of this world. He's not spelled with capital letter G. Small letter G. The God that created the heavens and the earth is the almighty God and that God is spelled with capital letter G. He created the heavens and the earth. He created the heavens and the earth. But this world was not created by him. This world was not formed by him. The heavens, the earth, this material earth where trees grow, you build houses, you construct roads and bridges. This earth was created by God, not Satan. The earth, the Bible tells us, is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. But there is a social system that is running on this earth. If you go to some places, they tell you the communist world, the capitalist world. If you go to Unila campus, it's a different world that is there from the one in my 12 market. If you go to Broad Street, you see a business commercial world. Because the word world is from a Greek word cosmos, meaning social system. The political world, the sporting world, super sport from DSTV. All they talk about is sport, sport, sport. The sporting world. The news world. CNN will tell you we are the news leader. CNN tells you we are the news leader. There's BBC, there's Al Jazeera and Fox News and all of that. The news world. Channels TV formed by John Momo with the motive to be a big player in the news world. When Zenith Bank was formed by Jim Ovia, he formed the bank with a vision of becoming a big player in the banking world, the banking industry, the banking world. Somebody say world. The banking world, the business world, the sporting world, the academic world, like you, when you, when you are in uni-like environment, what you experience is the academic world, not the educational world. So the word world is a social system. And the different kinds of worlds operating within the general world. And this world or these worlds were not originated by the devil, uh, by God. It's the devil that formed these worlds. He is called the God, the owner of this world. That is the reason you were told in the Bible, even though you are in the world, you are not of the world. Does that not ring a bell? I live in this world, but I am not of it. The Bible tells us the whole world lies at the bosom of the wicked. King James says, and the, yeah, I've got little children, and the whole world lied in wickedness. 
the whole world. Love not the world. Neither the things that are in the world. Now the word love there is filio because for God so loved the world in John 3.16 is agape. There's a difference. We are in this world. I used to hear people say, ah, when I was in the world, I used to be a drunkard. I used to be an armed robber. Where are you now? Are you not still in this world? Have you died yet? So when I was in the world, I was a liar. I was a cheat. You should say, when I was of the world, when I was of the world, but I'm no longer of the world. My citizenship is in heaven. I am no longer of this world, but we are all still in it. I was in America many times. I traveled to the U.S. I never stayed long. You remember that? I just traveled for some weeks and I come back. So I was not a citizen. I'm not a citizen. I travel, I go back. So I was in the United States, but I was never of the United States. I'm speaking some English to explain things to you in this Bible because the Bible is written in English. Hello? The American ambassador to Nigeria is in this country. They used to be in VI. I don't know whether they're in Abuja now. Abuja. They are not Nigerian citizens, but they are in Nigeria. But they are not off. They don't belong to Nigeria. That's the word off. We are of God, little children, meaning we belong to God. The word off there, we belong to. So, those American embassy people working here, they are in Nigeria, but they are not of Nigeria. So, that will explain how that we are in this world, but we are not of this world. Say amen to that. That's a, that's a knowledge. That's a piece of knowledge. That's a piece of knowledge some people we have. We don't belong to this world. But we're born in this world, though. We're school in this world, though. We marry in this world, though. We live in a strange environment. We are visitors in this world. We will soon leave this world. We are getting old. We are in this world. We don't belong to this world. But this world is very wicked. Witches and wizards. One man died in a road accident between Isha and Benin City. And then some few months after, one woman, one witch woman started confessing. Saying, now we kill her. We did it in the coven. What? Because the man did one piece of good thing. A good thing annoys witches and wizards. So don't, don't start saying, who did I offend? If you are a good person, you are already offending people. The kingdom of darkness hates good people more than wicked people. As far as devil is concerned, the hatred he has for you is more than what he has for all these armed robbers. Devil doesn't like anybody. He hates all of us. Even the armed robbers, he hates them. But I'm saying the degree, the compare, the degree of hatred he has for you that is living righteously, holy. That hatred is more than the hatred he has for a wicked man who is killing people, all these Boko Haram people. Devil doesn't even hate them as much. He hates them more. Don't get me wrong. But he doesn't even hate them as much as he hates we Christians that are good people. When we are doing good, it annoys the devil. When you do bad, the devil is clapping for you. And so a Christian should be saying, hey, who did that offend? I don't even understand what's going on. Now. Who did you offend? Oh, you don't know Christianity is a life of offense. It causes offenses. Satan says, eh, 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 now you, okay. Eh, eh, 
Eh, you are the good person. Go to help people. That you are even helping people. Satan is trying to collect the job from you. So that you will be able to help people. You know that Satan likes stingy people. Not, see, I'm, get a sense. There is nobody that Satan doesn't hate. He hates everybody. But the hatred he has for those who are givers, who are kind and generous, is higher. I, am I teaching something? He wants people to suffer. Commit suicide. And then you go helping them. Oh no. You are obstructing him. He's afflicting people with hardship. So that they can commit suicide. And then you are coming to share with them. You buy a bag of rice. You carry one, one paint bucket. Say, let's tell your husband. Please give to that uh, sister in our church. So that they can be feeding you. Your husband doesn't have a job now. Ah, that one. You don't offend Satan. Because Satan wants to see them hungry. And the woman will say to the husband, I'm divorcing you. I'm hungry, you come put me now. And evil children have come out of school, you can't pay their school fees. And then you take your money and you use it to pay somebody's child's school fees. And you think the devil will like you. The fact that the devil hates what we do, the good things that we do, should not discourage us and make us convert from doing good to doing bad. Because the God whom you serve, who tells you to be good to all men, knows how to shield you. Someone say shield you. God is faithful. Who will not allow you to be tempted above that you are able. We won't stop being good because they will hate the good. We would rather keep doing it and keep getting him mad. The devil may be mad, but it's no match for us. Say amen. Say the devil may be mad. Say it. But he's no match for us. Ladies and gentlemen. Because this world is very wicked. People are running to fetish powers. Do you know that some people that have gone to meet native doctors. Say this Nigeria is very tough now. I want you to do charm for me. So that no gun will enter me. Some people say, Baba, I'm an interstate transporter. I'm always driving on this uh, Lagos Ibadan Road that has become uh, the epicenter of kidnapping in the southwest. And I don't want a bullet to be able to enter me. And those people from uh, 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 Niger Delta side, they call it Odeshi. Is that correct? They put some marks in your body, put something in your mouth to swallow, and then they will say, God will not enter you. And by the time they do that for you, they've introduced demons into your life. It's demons they've given you. No chance given to you that are not demon-backed. Demon-backed up. All charms are demon-backed up. When you collect a charm for protection, it's demons you have invited into your life. A footballer went to meet native doctor to succeed in football. And a native doctor will put demons in your life. To him, that was a power that I desperately need to do well in my footballing career. 
Those who went to native daughter to get power so that guns don't enter their body, they believe that's a power they so desperately need. Some people have said, Baba, do it for me. The Baba will ask you, are you sure you are ready? They say, Baba, anything. Are you ready to do it? anything? Anything, Baba. Just, this Nigeria is not, it's not easy. Oh, I heard that a couple gave birth to a baby of just a few months old and they need money. Baba, Baba, I will say, I'm going to make you rich but sacrifice your newborn baby. And they were told to bury their baby alive. Papa and Mama agreed to carry Peking, dig ground, Peking where they cry. They know even kill him, bury him alive. Few months old baby. This Nigeria has become so petty. The hardship in this country has driven Nigerians mad. To survive what people are doing now, people are eating their children. Now, if you don't eat your children physically, by the time you, you dig a ground and put a baby there and cover the baby with sand, who is still crying? But Balawo said that is the ritual you must do if you and your husband can break out of poverty. And they buried their baby alive. And then money is released to them. They will start building houses. Driving big, big cars, and you that don't know what they did, you'll be envying them. Tell your neighbor here today don't envy anybody. Don't envy anybody. There are some things about them that you are not even aware of. Don't envy anybody. All you are seeing is the money. Don't envy anybody. All you are seeing is the flashy car. You don't buy a house. You don't. No. Don't envy anybody. Am I talking to somebody here? Don't anybody. Some young, young boys, some of them, I laid hands on them to receive Holy Spirit. They later went to start church. And then, they went to native doctor and they said, our church must grow by all. I don't know what they mean by those things. I get scared when I hear the way some pastor talk about church growth. It's not even the way the kingdom of heaven talks about church growth. God started emphasizing the growth of pavilion recently. And we are going to do what he asked us to do and grow his church. Is his church. Grow his church his own way. By his word, by his spirit. Any other way is wrong. You will hand over the church to the devil. Do you know how many pastors go to native doctors? collect things that they come to bury in front of church. Some pastors on that altar, some churches you don't understand what's going on. This place that looks very fine, they, they, they came here 2 a.m., they dug it, and there are always people to kidnap. The other day, from your lawyer's platform, one woman is posted on the group platform. They say she went out, so they, this is how she was dressed. They, now they are looking for her. She's declared missing. Not all of them went to commit suicide, jumping over Todd Mayland Bridge into the lagoon. No. Some of them were kidnapped. So I enter bus, now one chance. And they are driven into the forest and their heads are cut off. They never made it home again. Told by bye bye. They were going to walk. They were never told welcome. This Nigeria is dangerous. The hunger in the land is too much. 
Our politicians don't care. There is hardship. Our children are out of school. No job. There is desperation. Oh, many years ago, Adebayo Williams wrote an article. He said, Nigeria is a conurbation of almost 200 million people. Tottering, tottering, tottering on the edge. Like on a cliff. A conurbation of almost 200 million people then. Tottering on the edge of despair and desperation. Nigerians are tottering the edge. We are not even on the edge. We are, in, we are now in, in the middle of despair. Then he said on the edge. There's no more cliff edge on that. We are now inside. Cliff edge. <laughs> you know, cliff edge means on the edge of the cliff. And it's, once you're on the edge of a cliff, any little push, you tumbled over. But mm -mm, we are no longer on the edge of that cliff of despair. Nigerians have tumbled from the cliff edge. Clap for Jesus. And now, how do I come out of this? They say you have to bury your baby alive. Oh. A man and his wife did ritual to get money to cause business to grow so they can build a house. They did ritual. Kill somebody and bury the person under the foundation of the house. Roof the house, party. And then somebody righteous rented an apartment in the building. The Jews no longer walking. The, the, whatever was buried in that apartment that somebody has packed into, that person is righteous. So the Jews no more walking. Business not moving. Money is not coming in. And then they desperately went back. People are in search of powers. If I tell you how fetish and ritualistic Nigerians have become. The other day somebody said, ah, I saw your new, one girl was telling one girl, ah, man, don't tell me, because the girl bought a car, fine car. Say so you are just painting the town red with this your flashy car. I beg go me go cut small for me from that your soap. Have you heard people talk like that? You say I beg you go cut small for me from that your soap. You say that soap way Baba give you they work well well. And the girl was the, the, the lady said what, what are you talking about? Ah, no 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 I didn't do anything. Ah no no they, they, don't tell me all oh, this is grace. I know you will tell me not grace. He said don't tell me say not grace. Because the lady will say, no, 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 it's just by God's grace. I, uh, I did a transaction. The money came. Don't tell me it's grace. I beg. That, that's so good. Baba, give you cosmos. Whether I kiss soap or sunlight. Nigerians somebody just hired some girls. Put them in his house. Rented a flat, got some girls, and got one guy. He 
say, help me impregnate these girls. He rented a flat to now business in Statsu and went out to get some girls and discuss with them and brought one guy. You know, one guy can impregnate 20 women. It's very easy. Is it not possible? He didn't want to hire many men so that he doesn't spend too much money. He said, your job is to help me impregnate all these girls. There's food in the house. He locked them inside. They must not leave the house. And they will take him. Antinata, everything is done inside that house for nine months. And when they give birth, they are paid and they are discharged. They are not even allowed to see the baby. As soon as the baby is pushed out in the labor room from them, the baby is taken out and they are taken to another. They are not even allowed to see the baby. And then they will feed the children. The guy who impregnated those girls have been settled, money has gone, and then those girls are discharged. Who first delivered is the first to be discharged to go home. They pay them. And when those girls were interviewed by the police who are who busted the place, how much were you giving to carry a pregnancy for nine months? I've forgotten the amount now. It was ridiculous. It wasn't, it wasn't a big money at all. But poverty in Nigeria. You know, for a girl to agree to be impregnated and born picking, and then they give me money, and the money was not even, oh, I can't remember now, but I think it was as paltry as maybe a hundred K. Some people, 100,000 is like 10 million. And so you get pregnant, carry pregnancy with all the inconveniences, nine months and the and the dreadful period of labor and the baby is taken away and you are given a hundred K oh boy the poverty level in this country is legendary is that correct am I making sense Leg- the degree of poverty that a person can can be experiencing for you to be to subject yourself to go through that of my hair, we never born picking. Now, I don't know what we are talking about. Any woman here, woman here that has given birth knows what I just said. 100k. Nigeria is under a curse. And only God can lift that curse. And for the curse to be lifted, some things must be done. Which God is screaming out, but our Nigerians are not listening to God. And that's why the curse continues to ravage. In this church, we've seen some people who let hit them. Bonnie was driving from Adeniro uh, Ogusonya in Surulere to Lawansi. And he had to pass through Shita and Kerele. Do you know that place? Close to where the post office is there. You know that place. In the night, Amrobas overtook them. Sister Taye was in the choir, was in that vehicle. Amrobas rounded them up and shot live bullet at Oni. Oni was not alone. Taye Ogbebo was there. On the day he stood up in church to do Thanksgiving, Taye was there. Taye thought Bonnie was dead. Because 
Bonnie left his car and jumped into the gutter and lied down. And they told him, come out. Come and start this car for us. It's the car they were after. When he tried to start the car, the car refused to start. That was when the robbers got annoyed. Say, what did you touch that the car is not starting? Bullets were fired by angry robbers at Bonnie. The bullet dropped. Did not enter. They were confused. Shoot, shoot, shoot. The person said, I don't do the car anything. They said, Start it. And himself, he's surprised that the car he drove to this point can't start. As he not going start, they started shooting him. When they saw that the person they are shooting, it's not exactly they were scared and they entered their car and drove off. As soon as they drove off, he started the car one hand. It started. God, let's clap for Jesus. God said I wanted to protect his life and protect his property. So it's not that, oh, they took his car but they, thank God oh, but they didn't kill him. Oh. God said I will protect his life and protect his property. When they sped off because they are like, is this a human being? <laughs> never seen this guy before. When a proper face to face, shoot, shoot, shoot and not enter you, fear go catch them. They know things are not be human being. And Bonnie had just received the Holy Ghost a week earlier. He was a young convert in Gospel Pavilion. And I had a dream that something terrible is about to happen to Bonnie until he comes to be prayed for. And within a week or two, all of this uh, dream and blah, blah, you were the one that brought him to my house. So it's, it's not till that like it was bring that I said bring it. Just got born again. Because in my sitting room I led him to Christ. You were there. Or he received the Holy Ghost the next Sunday in church. And within a week, robbers confronted him in Atakerele. And he went around telling people, I have seen a church where they do not die. They told him in his place of work. His office was somewhere in Mushi. You, do you know where Bonnie was working? Fatah Atere. When he told the story there, they said, Ah, Omoibo, this one, Omoibo, you don't go do juju. Now, this. He said, No. No, before this thing happened, Pastor even saw it. Oh, he even told me, oh, he prayed for me. Oh. I'm born again now. I speak in tongues now. Ah, they said, Now you they speak in tongues. Now you be the born again. We don't see. Bonnie told people, I speak in tongues. That's the reason that God didn't kill me. That's one. Mama Paul, elderly woman, early in the morning before daybreak, was at the bus stop. Oh, she did my two expressway. That's a long time ago. Molwe was still there. Molwe came, she entered. It was one chance. You know the whole story. As the vehicle was moving, an angel was in the air moving by the boss, telling the woman to jump. I will catch you. 
Don't say, how can I jump? Motor that is speeding on low should be by close. How can I jump? The angel said, jump. I'll see my hands. I'll catch you. She jumped. Landed on the angel's hands. See, the things that we have seen in pavilion, when we want to be narrating them, in ourselves, as we are narrating it, we will be hearing a voice telling us some people still will not believe you. Say, ah, 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 can somebody say, John, ah, can somebody, are you sure? You, that's what they will say. She jumped. The angel picked her up, put her down. The more I kept moving. By the time she wanted to say, thank you, sir. Angel, don't vanish. It was then she knew it was not a human being. If the human being was still there, but vanished. My person said, I jumped. I don't put me down. Where the person? We've seen too many things. There is nobody in Kosovo Pavilion that has any reason to go to native doctor, Babalawo, Dibia, whatever you call it in your village, to look for power. The power you so desperately need. Is in the Holy Ghost. Somebody say Holy Ghost. Jesus said that you shall receive power. After the Holy Ghost has come upon you. There are some Christians. That are powerless. Even though they have Jesus. Because they have not received the Holy Ghost. When you receive Jesus, you have authority to use power. But you need to apply for the power. When you are a policeman, they give you the uniform to wear. But that doesn't mean they have given you power. When you want to go to the checkpoint, you first report in the office, the police station. Your DPO is the one to assign you to go to a certain roadblock. Is that correct? And then they will give you gun and they will count the bullets. They count the number of bullets they will give you. By the time you return, maybe you were given 20 bullets and you now return with only two. You have spent 18. They will say, what did you do with the other 18? Oh, we shot Ambrobas, we did this, that. You explained it. The gun is the power of the policeman. But the uniform he's wearing is the authority. It is that uniform that will not let us think they are robbers. If we are just going out, we just see people, you know, uh, 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 just wearing different kinds of clothes and with the gun and the way they are behaving, we say, hey, robbers, they robe. But when we see them with uniform of police, our mind will come down. Hey, Parapata will give uh, 100 naira, they will let us pass. I'm only the bullet. I will not be so police before Nigeria. If they are real police, fear not this. So far, you get something to give them. Amen. So it's a corrupt country. The uniform is the authority. The gun in their hand is the power. The Amroba also has gun, which is power, but they don't have authority. And so when the police see them, police will pursue them and arrest them. But police has power. Amrobas have power. One has authority, one doesn't have authority. Every Christian does. Of course, once you are a child of God, you receive Jesus Christ, you have authority. But that does not immediately mean you have power. He will now say, you will receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Acts chapter 19. 
I'm trying to see how to save time. Quickly, let's turn to Acts chapter 19. Acts chapter 19. I believe Holy Ghost is the power from above. I believe Holy Ghost is the power from above. Let's sing one more time. Power from above. There is a power from above. Power from above. There is a power from above. I believe Holy Ghost is the power from above. I believe Holy Ghost is the power from above. Acts chapter 19. We read verse 2. Have you seen verse 2? He said unto them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Look up. Just cut it off from there. Have you received the Holy Spirit? Meaning, have you received power from above since you believed? Preacher, what is it that they believed in? Since you believe means since you believe in Jesus. Since you believe in Jesus, have you received the Holy Spirit? They said, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 8. Acts chapter 8. Holy Ghost is the power from above. I believe Holy Ghost is the power from above. If you've seen Acts chapter 8, say, I have seen it. I have seen it. Is the power from above. I believe Holy Ghost is the power from above. Okay, I've seen verse 14. Amen. Verse 14 is what I'm looking for. Acts chapter 8, verse 14. Let's read. Now, when the apostles which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John, who, when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. For as yet, meaning for at that time, the Holy Ghost has not fallen upon any of them, only that they were baptized in the name of Jesus. Verse 17, then laid their hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost. Who, when they were come down, verse 15, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. Verse 15, who, when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. Verse 16, for as yet he was falling upon none of them. To be born again is a different experience from being baptized in the Holy Spirit. When you receive Jesus Christ, you are born again. You receive authority. But you need to receive the Holy Spirit the same way you receive Jesus Christ. It's a conscious acceptance. I believe in Jesus and I ask him to come into my life. You are told that's all authority. But now you need power and not ask the Holy Ghost to come into your life. Or rather the Holy Ghost to come upon you. And when you do that, power comes into your life. This power will make you straight to start speaking in tongues. This power will make you to be able to pray for the sick. They will recover. 
This power will activate protection covenant in your life. This power you receive from the Holy Ghost will help you to understand the scriptures. As you study the Bible, you understand it better, easier than before. The Holy Ghost makes understanding of the Bible easy. Then you can prophesy. When you see people prophesying, giving word of knowledge, gift of healing, gift of working of miracles, all this come by receiving the Holy Spirit. Oh, there's no time to tell people the fullness of what the Holy Ghost can do in their lives. But this life is so wicked that we need Holy Ghost power for daily protection. We need the anointing of the Holy Ghost upon our lives to live a successful Christian life. The Christian life is strange and foreign to this world. It can only be successfully lived by receiving the Holy Ghost. And finally, when you receive the Holy Ghost, witches and wizards fear you. This is where we round it up. Do you know there are some people in this world witches fear them? Do you also know there are some people witches don't fear them? Tell your neighbor, please, you need this power pastor is talking about. Tell your neighbor, you need this power. You need this power. And this power comes only from the Holy Spirit. So if you are here, you don't yet have this power, I want to pray for you. The other time, I was saying, if you need Jesus Christ to be your Savior and your Lord, raise up your hand, I want to pray for you. And you raised up your hand, you even stepped out to be prayed for and you got born again. Now the pastor is also offering something else. It's not just salvation we are offering today, we are offering power. The power that you so desperately need that has made some people to go and join the all court. The power is free, freely given in the Holy Ghost. The most powerful person in this world is a man that has the Holy Spirit. He's not a native doctor. He's not an occultist. The most powerful person is somebody that has received the Holy Ghost. Please, we need to tell ourselves that we have the ultimate power. When a Christian goes to a native doctor, it is a serious, you know, angels cry. See, he doesn't know what he has. He's going into a shrine with the Holy Ghost. The biggest power. Oh Lord, have mercy. I want to pray for people here. I'm done preaching. 